All right, my talkers, it is Wednesday, it is hump day, and for you guys, I got a little something special. Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! There you go, guys. Now, yeah. hour three of Lori and Julia on hump day. Well, and, and we're turning over to a familiar voice. We're so happy that we get to do our two games a week with Rocco. Hey. Hey, Rocco. Hey, Grant. Grant, I wonder if you could play along in the background if you get any of the answers. Yeah, I wonder if Grant uh, could. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how this goes. um, Yeah, as uh, we always say at this time on Wednesdays. Shall we play a game? Shall we play a game? It's pop culture jeopardy. All right, let's do it. Even though, still, I don't make you answer in the form of a question. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, so, as you know, I always try to find a theme. Did you know today is the 118th birthday of the Ford Motor Company? Oh, no, I didn't, fantastic. but happy birthday, yes, happy Henry birthday. Ford and family. And, yes. And remember, Lori always says when she tries to do a southern accent, the best thing to say is... I've got a photo Ford. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So there you go. So we're going to do uh, some pop culture things that have things to do with Fords today. All right. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But, you know, I think you're going to know some of these. Okay. Like this one. See if you can name this car that I'm talking about. It uh, was a beat-up Ford Deluxe convertible that Shelby. that Kanicki bought and had his buddies, the T-Birds, work oh, on it in shop it class. Thunderbird. And uh, that's where Danny Zuko I starts singing about it. He tells us it's automatic. It's systematic. It's, it's hydromatic. Why it's, it's a... Oh God! Wait. You it's, should know this, it's, Julia. It's automatic. It's hydromatic. It's systematic. It's a. Well, what is Ford. the name of the car? What's the name of the car? I can't what what think do they it's call it? No, Thunderbird. It's a convertible. It's a Mustang. And they sing about it. They say go. Go Grease Lightning. Yes. There oh. You go. oh, my gosh. Is the name of the car Grease Lightning? Well, so yeah. That, well, that, in the movie it is. Yeah, exactly. I kept thinking That's of, what I was going I'm thinking, thinking of the, of the main real name. Right, right, right. I get, it was, well, actually, I gave you the name because it was called a Deluxe. D-E oh. space L-U-X-E. That was oh, the actual name okay. of the car. Yeah, we're off no to a great start. We're but yes. real. We didn't. We were but you knew that it was automatic. Systematic. It's hydromatic. Hydromatic. Yeah, you should Why get the point just for that. Everybody saw that movie about a hundred times. Oh, yeah. In fact, my talk threw a grease event at the VHS field. I saw it so many times. It was at the movie theater, Highland Park movie theater, when I was at work there. Yeah. And you've told many stories about oh. being sexually harassed there at the movie I theater. I did not. Yes, yeah. you yeah, so said a lot of people couldn't Rocco. keep their, their eyes on the ticket machine. Okay, this is really good. This okay. is fun. I'm having a good time today. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah. We just, you know, fond memories. Oh, good. I'm glad you remembered that one. That was so special for me. I know. Um, uh, if you're going to tell it, don't be ashamed. There Julia. you go. I guess. Wow. Okay. Well, um, so a 1932 Ford Model 18 became a popular model to be turned into hot rods for cool kids in the 60s, right? Yeah. The Beach Boys even had a top 15 single about a, a, 19, about a 1932 Ford oh. Model 18. It's like a, but that's what it wasn't. It wasn't called that because uh, they, they had a nickname for it. My little, they took the two. Oh, you're getting there. My little... My little. They took the two from 1932 and changed that to Deuce. My little Ford Duke. And then, 
Oh, little you're close. Coop, there it is. Coop. Little oh, Deuce never heard, Coop. Let's hear that song. I've never heard of it. You've heard this song. Little Deuce Coop? I never knew they said Deuce Coop. And I never knew that a Deuce Coop was a 1932 Ford Model 18. Like all those cool hot rods are 30s cars. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They're all going to be in town at the fairground. Oh, that's right. Back to the 50s is. weekend? Yes, it's this weekend. Well, I've got a couple questions in a row here that are... So the car that What's-His-Name drives in American Graffiti... Oh. That's that's a Thunderbird. Well, no, not only that, but that's um, it, that's question number four. Oh, so it's oh, okay. We'll give, I want to we'll Google it. a point there. Thank you. <laughs> Why do you get the point? Well, because she guessed. I You're guess right. So. Um well, yeah. All right. We'll we'll get there. But yeah, okay. right. It, that I did in doing my Ford research today. Did not know that that Marco. was a, deuce, a coupe. deuce coupe. Yeah. At the end of American Graffiti, there's a drag race between Harrison Ford. He was driving a Chevy, and Paul Lamatt yeah. in a little Deuce Coupe. And I, I think remember he flips it. Oh, I remember. I thought that was a T Bird. No, that's a Deuce Coupe, Julia. That's oh, a third. God, year. I gotta look up what a Deuce Coupe, Coupe is. Yeah. Now, well, now you know. I just told you, it's a yeah. 1932 Ford Model 18. All right, got it. Not okay. a winter dump. But just get FYI. this. <laughs> so what if uh, here's a famous 1933 Ford Hot Rod oh, known Lord. as the Eliminator. It was owned by bearded guitarist Billy Gibbons. And it became ZZ Top. An, there you go. ZZ Top. So, yeah, that famous car was a 1933 Ford. Gotta keep thinking we're gonna say car names, but it's just it is a trivia. Yeah, right. I know, I need I'm two. I finally over. clued Do you in you have no. four. It's two, two, two. two. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we're we're done with hot rods for now. Okay. Um, But we're going to go to more of a station wagon. The uh, Wagon Queen Family Truckster station wagon was based on the 1979 Ford LTD Country Squire station wagon. Mm -hmm. And in 1983, a metallic P green family truckster. Um, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say that. I was Mm -hmm. like, what the name is that movie, The Griswolds? Mm -hmm. Yes. And do you remember who the salesman was that um, sold it to him? Randy, his brother. No, that's pretty good. Uh, no, listen to this clip and see if you can guess. Now, I owe it to myself to tell you, Mr. Griswold, that if you're thinking of taking the tribe cross-country... Who is this voice? This is the automobile you should be using, the Wagon Queen family truckster. You think you hate it now, but wait till you drive it. We know that Who voice. Who is that voice? He's from S. Creek. Oh, oh Dan G- Levy. Dan Levy. You, no, the dad. The dad, Eugene. Yep. Eugene Levy. Eugene oh, Levy. that's funny. You got it. Yeah, that's not a good... That's yeah. a good did he have his big, iconic eyebrows? He, he did. He's <laughs> yes. always had him his whole life, Lori. And they just turned the color of his hair. They at least, you know... They're dark. They're dark. They're black, and his hair is gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those guys are funny. And I just saw on TV that both like he and the son are doing ads for credit cards now. Yeah. So good well, for them. Get, win win an Emmy up. and make that bank. Yeah, those guys are blowing up. All right, you're doing pretty good. So what is it, 3-2, three, two, three, Julie? 3-2. Two. Okay, uh, in what 1991 movie was a 1966 Ford Thunderbird driven over a cliff and into the Grand Canyon? Oh, that's we a tie. tie. I know, we just had that question the other day. Yeah. But I did not know that that was a Ford Thunderbird. Neither did I. Another no. Ford. Um, okay, we're going to question uh, six here, I think. What band in 1972 sang this line? 
Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Arizona. Such a fine place to be. The Eagles. Yes. yes. It's a girl, my right lord, lord, in a, in a flat bed for Take it easy. Good, good one, Lord. Got that one. It's three three point five to three point five. Yes. And I had to throw out the American Graffiti question, so we'll see how many we right. left here. How about this one? Uh, the Ford Grand Torino yes. made its debut in 1972, and a certain filmmaker made and starred. Good guess, Fraser. Mm-hmm. Grand Torino. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Julius tries to read my lips. <laughs> you know she does that, and then she's. A, it's like me with songs. Mm-hmm. Being a second behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one makes me mad. Yeah. All right. That's... I loved it, Lori, that you pulled the Ford Fairline out of your butt, though. That oh, was okay. a really good one. I've got the Ford Fairline. Fairlane. Fairlane. Yeah. I mean, that was. I had a Ford Belvedere. Oh, that's. No, it was even... a Plymouth Belvedere. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you if you guys had any Fords. Oh, in yeah. I had an LTD, Louise Tiffany Diamond. Yeah. That was that, was... That's, the... that's what I named it. <laughs> that's awesome. And I don't know what a GTO was. That's a Pontiac. Oh, yeah, it's Pontiac. Yep. Pontiac, a blast from the past mm-hmm. that isn't even around anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Um, all right, we got a couple left here. Um, okay. I'm one point ahead of you, Julia. I so know. this is real tight. All right. See if you can name this song. I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar billboard, and I know a spot right over, over the hill. Hank Williams. Uh-huh. and the street. So if you wanna have Good looking. What you got cooking? There you go. Something up for me. You got it. Do you guys know this song? Do you know this song? My dad kind of likes some yeah. of this old timey country stuff. I never. We, this was never played in my yeah. household ever. Here's a song. Got four wheels and a running board. It's a Ford or it's a Ford. Hong Kong, rattle, 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 crash, bang, bang. Hong Kong, rattle, 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 crash, bang, bang. Hong Kong, rattle, rattle, crash, bang, bang. Hong Kong, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Beep, beep. How the hell do you know that song? That was a camp song. Oh, jeez. How does it go? No. 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 It's never hear it again. Well, no, but I mean, that was a special special moment. You can't recreate them. You can't. No. Don't even think of it, Julia. That was That was so bad. Mm. Well, uh, it was I'm, good. You remembered every word. It was a camp song. I yeah. remember all my camp, camp songs, songs, which is something. So, if we ever did finish the sentence, or finish the word, song? if you could play chicken, C, that's the way it begins, H, I'm just like learning. I mean, I could sing all my camp songs. Well, no, Taraco, don't do any of those. <laughs> chicken, C, oh, yeah. that's, that's the way it begins, H, I'm just like littering. I, I am the third, O, C, I'm the fourth, I in the bird, okay, I'm near the end. I'm filling in C H I C K and that's where you smoke chicken. I'm scared. <laughs> but then it goes Rufus, Rufus, John's Brown. What you gonna do when the rain comes out? What you gonna say? What you gonna play? What you gonna do? Come judgment day. Who know? You know? I know. That means. Uh, <laughs> and what throws what? you out in the street? Wow. What is no, happening? These are all my camp songs. All right. That's that funny. Was, we're gonna do a whole segment on Julia's camp songs. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> all right. We'll finish with one more. Okay. Um, I okay. I'm just gonna say this list regarding Henry, the Mosquito <gasps> Coast. Oh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yes. Uh-oh. Did you tie it up? Or uh, no, no, four went? and a half to five and a half. Oh, Lori's right. close. Close, but no Okay, cigar. regarding Henry was such a great movie. It was good. Didn't he lose? Didn't he have like a car accident? He was a famous attorney and a crappy, mean husband. 
And something tragic happened to him, and he came yeah. back as something. I can't remember. That was a long time ago, and I only saw it once. That was a good movie. I ever saw it. Yeah. All right. Well, Lori wins. That Thanks, was, uh, Rocco. Well, very close, Jeopardy. and we that got regaled with camp songs. Sorry. So, yeah, I I'm, apologize. See, no, I, that's the way it like, begins. H. Yeah. I'm I the think, second letter in. Yeah, people are happy. <laughs> they're singing right now. They're like, oh, now that's To everyone stuck. who went to Cambodia, Kita with me, yeah. Camp Chiwen, I think, you know, Widgeywagon. These are all the songs. All right, very all right. good. Well, we've got Holly and the Dirt Alert coming all up right. next. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, it's the hump day, Dirt Alert. It is the hump day. I was like, wait, is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday, yay. (laughs) Oh my goodness, yay. Let's uh, straddle the hump with some Andy Cohen gossip about keeping up with the Kardashians and the reunion show that he hosted. So he admitted that he had to adjust to accommodate keeping up with the Kardashians, specifically the Kardashian-Jenner scheduled. So instead of having more of a say, like he usually does with the Real Housewives taping, he's like, look, I'm not an executive producer on the show. I was hosting it. I was working on the script. I was working on what I was going to ask them, but they have editorial control of this reunion special. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, so don't think that this is Andy Cohen interrogating the Kardashians and getting perhaps the juicy real gossip. This is Kardashian-Jenner sanctioned dirt, so he said this on Heather Dubrow's show, which, by the way, news for her. She's going to be back on The Real Housewives of Orange County. Your thoughts? So happy about that. What do you think about the changeup of the casting? Oh, they needed to get rid of Kelly, Bronwyn. She had to go. And Elizabeth Vargas and her mysterious rich ex-husband. That we, It was like, a, it was so, so dumb. <laughs> so bring dumb. back Tamara and Vicky as far as I'm concerned. Too. Oh, my. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Bring back the OGs. Well, that's going to be filming in July. And this two-part reunion special is going to cover, of the Kardashians, is going to cover all 20 seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So Boy, in- the edit of it sure sounds like they're answering good questions. Well, it sounds, you know intrigued genuinely i think i'm intrigued about what they have to say after what it has been 14 years and 20 seasons of the show and maybe you know looking back and thinking about you know when you do the before and after when you look at them from 2007 to 2021 a lot of time has passed and perhaps there are some things that we don't know that they're willing to share with us at this point so we're going to be able to watch the first part of that it airs thursday tomorrow at 7 p.m on e and by the way speaking of a kardashian chloe kardashian got a wonderful gift from suzanne summers what a thigh master gold oh my god is there a thigh master in this place anymore it's under my desk honey still yes Yes. you're squeeze squeeze squeezing your way to shapely I am. I've been doing it for 30 years. Okay, now I have to ask you. Uh-huh. Does the thing work? Yes. You can feel it. You really can. You can if yes, you can feel it. It does. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Because, you know, you I built up such sitting. a strong inner thigh muscle. Right. <laughs> Just, you can, like, crash beer cans I, I really with your thighs can. I can. Come and knock on your door. There you go. Uh, well, this was all for Khloe Kardashian's birthday. So, uh, you know, I think that the connection with Suzanne Summers and the Kardashians is that Kris Jenner has a house in Palm Springs. Yeah. And so does Suzanne Summers. So right. I feel oh, like they... Yeah, okay. Maybe Khloe was, like, a big fan of... Suzanne Summers in the thigh mask or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think she it's wa- cute. Yeah, watched her on Step by Step. Right. Let's not forget she had a 90s sitcom as well. True. Well, let's get to a little Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And Patrick Duffy. Yeah. Um, I love it. So Chrissy Teigen, according to a source at the Daily Mail, is hoping for a sit-down chat with Oprah. 
Ugh. amid the cyberbullying controversy and all the drama that's happening with Chrissy Teigen. Oh. Now, Do you think she'll get it? I don't know. If her agent and publicist are working probably overtime for it, because the conversation that's been happening with Oprah is that you sit down with Oprah, you're going to have a serious conversation that people are seriously going to pay attention to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're going to be able to say things in a way that will reveal your truth that only Oprah can happen. I mean, it's the it's the Harry and Meghan effect. Yeah, I don't see Oprah really being that interested in doing this interview. Yeah, kind of agree it's, with you, Lauren. I, oh, yeah. Unless she has a big allegiance with John Legend or Olsen no, Fay. No, I no, don't see I don't, it. Either. I, don't I don't think see it's. It. I just don't see it. I don't see. I don't Oprah. think that she's worthy. Right. He's you know, not a big enough name. I mean, she's she's Chrissy Teigen. <sighs> she's a big enough celebrity, and the story is big. But you know, to Lori's point, I think to your point, Julia, too. What we're talking about in the conversations that we're having is this something that Oprah is going to find interesting. Is no. it too much tabloid fodder, gossip, all of that kind she's of stuff? She's going to say to Gail, they're going to talk about it, and she's like, why did this Tegan, why did she punch down and yell at kids and, yeah. you know, teenage teen moms and, you know, kind of like, I don't see Oprah being interested in whatever the thinking was behind Chrissy Teigen. I just don't see her being interested yeah, because it's like, oh, you wrote nasty things to people. And you told them to kill themselves yeah. and you wish them dead. And I, I just don't see her being interested in discussing the motivation. She'd probably just tell her publicist, have Chrissy just keep doing good work in her therapy and really reach out to those people she was mean to. Because those people are coming out and saying she still hasn't apologized to us. Right, because there's the pile on the pile on. We have the Project Runway designer Michael Costello telling his experience. Courtney Stodden has said, even from the first apology, when Chrissy said she'd apologized to her, she's like, no, she hasn't. She still blocked me, and she was. And now Farrah Abraham is coming out. Chrissy should have never done that stupid second letter right her, that second yeah where conversational tone was all <laughs> yes, off. Yeah. right and you know one of the things i think with the initial apology one of the things was like well you're apologizing but the person that you allegedly apologized to is actually saying no that's not the case yeah and then the story kind of escalated from there where it was like well not only you were apologizing chrissy Teigen, but the person says that you didn't so yeah. what what's really going on here yeah right? the only other thing that has been mishandled as badly as chrissy Teigen's whole thing is buckingham palace uh and the people the sources coming out that they yelled about a little baby's name for 10 days straight. It just looked like a clown show. Oh, yeah. When they were trying to say that the queen didn't hear. I mean, they were just saying all these goofy things when, in fact, he did say he was going to, it's sweet to name somebody after someone that you love in your family. People like this. Mm-hmm. How is this? How is this a thing? They just look like a clown show. Yeah. Well, so we'll move on from the clown show over to Angelina Jolie and her new tattoo. She has a quote from astronomer Galileo on her forearm. It reads, Epper C. Muove, which translates to, and yet it moves in Italian. This quote dates back to 1633, when Galileo was forced to recant his true statement that the Earth moves around the sun. Read into that what you will. Oh, she drives me crazy. (laughs) Oh, she drives me crazy. And uh, finally, sorry, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Apparently, he caused Coca-Cola's value to plummet $4 billion when he snubbed Coca-Cola 
and had some water at a press conference. Oh, that was unbelievable. Yeah. The power of him. Wow. So I hope that you don't have Coca-Cola stock, or if you do, maybe it will bounce back. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's the wow. dirt. Thanks, that, you're welcome. Now we got to do a little, you know, that time of day on a Wednesday when we do vintage scandal. Yes. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so yesterday, what was trending in a headline was Courtney Love apologizes after a tirade against David Grohl over royalties dispute, accusing um, him and this Trent Reznor, Reznor, I Reznor? Think Reznor of systematic abuse and blah, 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 blah. Well, she apologized. But Courtney Love was from the band Hole. And she was married to Kurt Cobain, That's and right. they have a child together, Francis Bean. Yeah, and boy, bad, bad vintage blood right. has gone on. Tons, tons of it since um, Kurt Cobain passed away, took, his, took life. his life at a very young age, at the height of Nirvana's in the early nineties, and he was twenty-seven. Yeah, wasn't and he? they fought. The band members fought against her for the royalties for years and she's hired a ton of attorneys and they've gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. She sold uh, 25% of her share of Nirvana's publishing rights back in, um, I think 2006. But so she's been battling with the band for years on and off. And then famously, we just talked about it with Rocco or with Grant yesterday about Francis Bean having Kurt Cobain's um, guitar. She gave it to the man she met and married within like three months period. Right. And then he turned around and sold the guitar for $6 million. Well, she had to give it to him because he said it was a gift. gift. Yep. You know, and, and she lost that lawsuit. Yes, she did. So here's just a couple of things to know about her. Just Courtney some, Love. Courtney Love. So in 1992, Vanity Fair... Um, did a profile on her, and she admitted that she used heroin while she was pregnant. So, I remember that. As a longtime Vanity Fair subscriber, she was on the cover. Yep. And so, you know, gorgeous and wild-looking, mm-hmm. but it was a very scandalous that she admitted to doing heroin. Absolutely. While, while pregnant. pregnant. While pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then, um, three years after that, at a party, she grabbed Quentin Tarantino's Best Director Oscar Award for Pulp Fiction and threatened to pound the lady who wrote the article in Vanity Fair because it was at the Vanity Fair after party in the head with it. Wow. Okay. Um, Let's see. At one point during the 1995 MTV Music Video Awards, host Kurt Lauder was interviewing Madonna when... Kurt Lauder. Lauder, excuse me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. When he hurled... When um, Courtney Love saw the interview going on, she threw her makeup compact at Madonna in her direction. It didn't hit her. And then what Madonna said very quickly was, Courtney Love is in dire need of attention right now. Um, On camera? Oh, yeah. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. I love it. Um, She had a devastating overdose in 2003 when she lost custody of her daughter, Frances Bean. She um, and Frances Bean. Kurt's mom or her mom? Kurt's mom, I felt I it think. was Kurt's mom yeah, to her okay. grandmother. And then um, she said she had just taken anti-anxiety pills, but later said it was oxycodone. I was overdosing, mm. blah, 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 blah. And she also got into a silly fight during Twilight's Height with Robert Patterson, old sparkles and twinkles. Oh. So that was kind of something. 
But there was an interview that was done a couple of years of her w- ago with her that was kind of, I thought it had some fun highlights about different things, okay? So she um, talked about her favorite Liz Taylor story. Mm. So I love that she has one. She does have one, and it was at Elton John's birthday party. Um, she had seen Liz Taylor at all the Amphar events and thought she was fabulous. And she said that... Liz Taylor would come in wasted on pills in her wheelchair, looking like amazing diva, but which she, you know, just but slurring, slurring, slurring. And she was sitting between Donatella Versace and Elizabeth Taylor. Wow. And she was wearing these canary yellow diamonds that she had borrowed from this famous designer. And she had a huge yellow one on her finger. Is this, who has this yellow? Courtney Love okay. is wearing one. She's sitting between Elizabeth Taylor, who's wasted on pills, and Donatella Versace. And um, at the end of the meal, Elizabeth Taylor wouldn't talk to her at all the entire night. But at the end of the meal, she clinched her big diamond that Elizabeth Taylor was wearing against Courtney Love's big diamond and said, I'm bigger than you. <laughs> That's it. And then she left. So that was her first encounter. Her second encounter was in 2008. And it was Carrie Fisher and her because she was friends with Carrie Fisher. And she was like, meet me at Liz Taylor's. Everyone knows Liz Taylor's has this amazing Easter party. And so Courtney um, went with Carrie and Debbie Reynolds, you know, was really good friends with Elizabeth Taylor and blah, blah, blah. So to the party uh, to the party. And Elizabeth Taylor went come down. Stairs. So Carrie Fisher grabs her hand and says, let's go upstairs. And so um, she takes her upstairs into Elizabeth Taylor's bathroom and someone was working. Jose Herbert was working his wig and magic. Oh. <laughs> Jose Herbert, he did, he did Farrah Fawcett's yeah. feathered hair. And he was working on Elizabeth's wig yeah. and, and doing everything in this ill-fitted bathroom. And um, she's got this Easter bonnet on with all these artificial flowers. She looks fabulous. And Carrie was like, hey, Liz. Um, and, and, and Elizabeth Taylor's like, Hey, Carrie. And then she kind of, um, watched Courtney love eyeing all the pills. Cause this is in Elizabeth Taylor's home on, next to her bed. Oh, she was So thinking. she had all these pills mm-hmm. at the time. And this Oxy, is the year Vicodin, of her Percocet. overdose. So, oh, so Carrie is eyeing all the pills and she turns around and st- said, stop looking at my pills kind of thing. Um, and Courtney, you know, um, that's all I got, but I like you. So that's all Elizabeth Taylor said to her at the time. Right. Quit eyeing my oxycodone, but I like you. So there's that. She also said that she was embarrassed a little bit about when she was nominated after she was in the world versus Harry Flint or whatever the name oh, was. Oh, the people versus Harry right. Flint. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson was a Larry Flint. Right. And she went on stage and she was not, um, where is that sheet of paper? I hate doing this vintage scandal sometimes. There's too many sheets of paper left. All right. But well, don't give away all the secrets. I know. <laughs> These are secrets of, from our little house here. But she actually went on stage and she thought that the best song should go to R.E.M., but it went to Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. And she said, this should go to R.E.M. So she did like a Kanye West thing. But she's the one presenting and giving out. And she's like so mad that it went to him. And she's saying this all on stage. And she was never invited back. Well, she was right. She was never invited back to that again. She was probably right. It probably Uh should have been R.E.M. And then um, she asked, um, what do you, she was asked in this interview, what do you think the three touchstones and fashions are? And um, 
She said, this is funny. I would say that Calvin Klein actually didn't invent the slip dresses. As outerwear in 1991, she said she did. Okay. So she's responsible for the slip dress. Those are back in. I know. Mm -hmm. She takes responsibility for that. She, well, she did wear the tiara and the sacking did. and she did make did. it be a, a look much the way Madonna made the tool and the rubber bracelets and, you know, the side. She did. She did thing. a lot of that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. She also said, um, was asked, what's the best gig you've ever been to? And she said it was Whiskey A Go-Go. She said, I think in 1991, and it was her gig. She said it was winter and never by mine by Nirvana had just come out from Smells Like Team Spirit album was on K Rock like fifty times a week. It was a big deal and nobody yet knew what it was going to become. Yeah, it was just starting. My future husband Kurt Cobain came in to Whiskey a Go Go. He was wearing this beautiful cowboy leather coat. And he just parted the crowd like Moses. I was on stage with the original old school hole mm-hmm. band. We were messy. And um, then we went on to sing Velvet Underground's Pale Blue Eyes. I think we practiced it only one or two times. And we did it flawlessly. It was amazing. We were this perfect band for about four minutes. Wow. And that's it. That's the gig. 1991 in Hollywood with my beautiful Creamy, blue-eyed boy, Kurt. Nah, that's a good mm. story. She said we rocked it. I saw um, Hole played. I am. I, you saw a, them at First for, Avenue. No, at Jingle Ball. They played a Jingle Ball at Target Center. They because oh, I re, you loved them. Oh yeah, really good. I don't think I ever saw a Hole at First Avenue. I, I would have did. liked to have. No, I they. This was when uh, they'd gotten a little bit more well known. They were actually, I want to say. I really have to ask John Bream to be sure, but I could have sworn Hole was the closing, the the finale act or whatever for Jingle okay. Ball back in, you know, whatever days that would have been. But 90s. I remember you, I knew you when well, you saw so great. them. Yeah, and you so loved great. her. Yeah, the band was And you really love her. Fun. Well, she's into Buddha, Buddha, Buddhism and right now. And she's gotten sober. She's gotten sober. Made up with her daughter. She has. Made up with all the band. She said... Um, a new, mellow Courtney love. She does. She said there's still like 12 lawyers in Washington, 12 lawyers in California, and six lawyers in New York that continue to work on the publishing rights of oh, Nirvana with gosh. the ex-Nirvana wow. band. Wow, that is something else. It continues to go on. So That's when she lashed out yesterday, yeah. it's because she thinks they're greedy, and it just continues to go on with the old band. That's a, unbelievable. I, that is the scandal. I know. All right, thank you so You're much. Welcome. Listen, we come back. Um, this actress confirms via TikTok, we've all been saying her name wrong, years and years or have we been saying it wrong Hmm. Uh, Grant you delivered the word fly like so easy like butter I mean you didn't even stumble over it it kind of cracks me up when I hear some people say fly I'm just like yeah when I first saw the copy I was like this is a little weird but I figured it out figured out how to work it you got it it's so good okay so how do you guys pronounce the actress who played Cher in Clueless Alicia yeah I would say Alicia you would? Yeah, Alicia. Alicia? Mm-hmm. It's Alicia. Instead of a Shia, it's a Sia. It's Alicia? a Sia. Alicia. She went on TikTok to let Gen Z know, what's up? <laughs> You're watching Clueless. <laughs> it's Alicia. 
Alicia. All right, it is Alicia. We Alicia. knew that, but we I did. said it wrong. Yeah. It we is did. Alicia. Alicia. We've known this. We have. Who cares? Well, because kids, the, <laughs> the kids are discovering Clueless, the joy yes. of Clueless. And so they and wanted they to know how to say your name. Alicia. 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 Silverstone, who would chew all of her food up and then spit it out of her mouth and put it in a bowl and feed it to her little son, Bear. Or what was her kid's name? He's got a weird name, too. Yeah. Are you for real about that? Yes, 100%. Okay, quick little side note story. When I was working for the San Diego Padres right out of college, one of my jobs was to find, like, B-roll footage of different players when we wanted to put them up on the big screen for, like, a highlight reel, right? Right. And I'm sitting... Watching this footage, and Tom Lehman, local golfer here, right? right He's right, at this right, Padres right. game with his wife, and no joke, his wife literally looked like she was bird feeding her son or whatever person <laughs> was with her. No joke, she like chewed on food, put her mouth over the boy's mouth, opened it up, and no. I could not fully see food dropping in, but there was some sort of exchange of something, and it ah. was the most awkward thing I've ever found <laughs> randomly oh. in my entire oh, life. Sorry, Tom, my if you're word. listening. <laughs> Yeah, I in public front row, right behind home plate, Padres Stadium, Petco Park, back in two thousand seven. <laughs> that, oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, oh that's yeah. pretty funny. We yeah. saved that one for the for the funny reels for sure. Oh, no question. Yeah, <laughs> and to do I mean, it in public. That's yeah. pretty. I mean, Alicia, Alicia told us she was doing that. That she was masticating. Yes. Oh, oh Lori. <laughs> and Lori. Lori loves to say that. Well, I, you don't I'm get to say. Masticate very often. No, she's a masticate. So we went, Grant, shortly, I don't know, one of our times we were in L.A. for the SAG Awards. At the Polo Polo Lounge, Lounge, the Beverly Hills Hotel. And we ordered this, like, chopped salad. Well, it was a blended salad. Yes. And we decided it was for the older crew with their dentures. I mean, it was literally, it came to us, and there was no... Like it had been through a masticating food grinder. I was like, somebody has chewed this salad and spit, spit it, it out and put it back in the plate. It was the nastiest. We were but like, it, but it, it was tasted. Like 30, $32. Oh, yeah. Oh, and no. this is like a it 2000. Like vomit. It, it did. It, it but it like tasted vomit. good, I remember. Oh. oh, but we were just like, what happened to the salad? It and looked then like, we looked around and we realized that it's you the know, older set. It's the older set. Mm. They chop, chop the they salad. They chop it up fine. No, they've had too many Heimlich maneuvers <laughs> being done there, and they've now learned we are cutting these pieces extra small. Oh, my So gosh. you worked for the Padres out of college? Yes, I was a production assistant. That was my first job. I was, got hired doing uh, post-game, pre-game shows, and then we also had a show called One-on-One, which is basically like an hour-long profile show oh that God, we did. Oh, my God, what a fun First what? No kidding. Job. Oh, it was it was a dream job. As you know, I'm a big yeah. baseball fan. And um, yeah, it was one of those things that I loved and adored. Uh, had a family business back home here that needed my help. And so unfortunately, I had to walk away from. But yeah, it was my first job out of college. I was running around Petco Park, hanging out in the locker room with like David Wells, Trevor Hoffman. You know, All these names mean nothing to us, but those guys. Yeah, big, big, big <laughs> baseball names. And for me, just being able to like one of my duties was simply just getting them uh, before every game. They they did a team crossword together. So I would go print out the crossword every day and hand it out to them. And Really? Yeah. I mean, it was Oh, it was fun. And then some days I was just out on the field, like hanging out with the host, making sure that she had everything you need. Just a production assistant, right, yeah, right. but just a dream situation. That's why you that like show... the San Diego um, weather you were telling us about yeah. today. Yes, well, I did. Did you watch that show Pitched? Pitched? Yes. Pitched. Oh, we love that. Great show. Such a good show. And we only had one season with Kylie Bunbury and Mark Consuelos. We love that show. Mark. 
Mark Michael, Michael Mark Greg, Gossier, Chris Gossier, Gossier, Yes, yes. No, that was a really good show that didn't unfortunately. Well, get it was because the, the guy who created us, whatever that guy's name this is, this is us. This is us mm-hmm. created that show too, and he didn't he have fog- time. Oh, he created them that's both at the why same it went time. away. Oh, yeah, we love that show, Fogelman or something yes, like yes. that. And I'd like to go back to back to Alicia's Alicia Alicia's son. I was right. It's Bear Blue. Bear Blue. And mm-hmm. Kate Winston's got the bare blaze. Mm-hmm. Right. And Beyonce has blue ivy. Yes. And Fabio, why is he posted on our show page? Okay, because I leaving saw, a saw grocery this, store in LA. I saw this picture. Um and we were talking yesterday about the Sandra Bullock movie that she's the romance writer. And who is the guy that's starring? Chanum. Chanum is is going to be her La, Fabio. Lost City of D. Yeah, and so seeing today a photo of Fabio, Fabio so you can see what he looks like, because he was on the cover of all the romance models. Oh my he was God. like stock photo for years on the cover of Wicked Loving Ways. He Tender was is the, the heart for where quite the a dove's while. wings spread and fly Listen and all those other. You. Oh, I read them all. I, I read them all. I know. I loved them. He, you know, uh, what do we think of Fabio's look? He's looking pretty good, I gotta say. I thought he looked pretty good. You know? Uh-huh. I don't know how old he is or anything, but... Uh, he still looks good. He still has the long hair, although now it's a nice tint of kind of like a brownish orange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that color. No, it's, I don't that, like color that color is always boy, scary. His legs sure are looking good, and uh, yeah, his pecs, and I would have that hair like in a ponytail or something. I'd cut it. Oh, would you cut it? I would cut it and get past the look. Oh, geez, because look at how cute he looked back in the day. Oh, Remember Lord. when guys wore those half-pointed boots? Oh, yeah. Those half-boots, those are hysterical. He was hot. Yeah. He was hot. I feel like I dated a lot of guys who had that half-boot. <laughs> 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 I don't know why. And I do know I never, uh, like, I do like Fabio. I do like the uh, tank shirt that goes down and exposes the nipples. It's very funny. Goes down so far. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.